Hello everyone, I'm Steve the Limey. And I'm Blake the Yank. And together, we are... The Limey and the Yank. A rock talk podcast that takes on the great debate. From the UK to the USA, who really knows how to rock? From the Beatles to Def Leppard to Oasis and Adele, we have it all. I've got more. From Elvis to Aerosmith to Prince and Nine Inch Nails, we've got it all. Let the battle begin. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Limey and the Yank, and we are here today to do an episode about 1968. Fantastic, and there's a lot going on, and actually it's a milestone. 50 years, can you believe, which is half a century. Exactly. We're talking about music from half a century ago. And it's going to be some rock and some pop and some other really fun stuff, including things that we've actually talked about on our other episodes. But I promise this isn't going to be a clip reel. Changes from then and now. And there's so many enormous changes, uh, not just in the music, but in the culture and what it changed. 1968 was the most prominent year most people say for actually all the events that happened and of course our number one subject yellow submarine came out the beatles did the cartoon <laughs> yes which everybody thought what are these beatles doing doing the yellow submarine but you know what it was it was uh it was charming it was fantasy and it made sense to the kids it's just the grown-ups I guess the sober grown-ups weren't quite as impressed. <laughs> yeah, they made it into a movie though, right? Cause, but yeah, the Beatles exactly. had their own cartoon too. Yeah. Yep, an animated film called Yellow Submarine. And while we're on the topic of animation, because there was some other weird fun stuff that was happening, um, in 1968 there was the Archie show, as in Archie the comic book, and it had a top hit in the song Sugar Sugar by the Archies. Oh, please, 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 Mr. Yank, can we play some of that? Yes, we can. It happens to be an American song. I think we can play it. <laughs> okay, everybody, here we go with our new hit record, Sugar, Sugar! <laughs> Sugar, da, 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 da. how can you not dance this? And I never knew cartoons could sing until they came out. Yep, that was one of the first times that became a thing, and it did further on throughout history. In fact, on a side note, the cartoon, there was a show that was a cartoon slash live action show called The Banana Splits. And although its theme song only reached 96 out of the top 100 that year, which is still something given that it's animated, the, one of the singers that they hired to do music on the show, his name was Ricky Lancelotti, he ended up going on to work with Frank Zappa. So there's somebody who stepped straight out of the 60s and right into rock and roll. Oh yeah, and not just in movies, all the different movies we had. Um, I'm going back to like, I'm thinking of Tommy. Oh yeah. Tommy yeah. was 1968 uh, with The Who, some great tunes. Play a little tune from Tommy, just a little taste of uh, a tune from Tommy. Which one? What do you want to hear? 
Just the actual song, Tommy? Yeah. All right, let's do yeah, that. Yeah, it's the theme and it's uh, the 50th year anniversary. I think that's a wonderful way to go. Fantastic. I love it. Can I, can I be honest with you about Tommy? I saw it when I was younger. Not too young. Not like 12. But more like when I was in my 20s. And I didn't always get it. Some of it was just a little bit strange and out there. It was still fun to watch. Especially Pinball Wizard with Elton John on stilts. But oh, uh... <laughs> yeah. What a fantastic scene yes. when he comes on stage with those big boots. How enormous he was. Yes. I mean, that, that was incredible. And uh, Dirty Uncle Ernie was uh, Keith Moon, I think. The guy in the raincoat that you oh, yeah. always used to warn you about <laughs> if you played in the park. Who Come would on. one day become Aqualong by Jethro Tull, I'm sure. Right. And he said, don't hang around the weirdos, right? I know yes. more, I won't. I'll come right home. <laughs> That's uh, great. Yeah. And the Year of the Cream farewell concert at the oh, Royal yeah. Albert Hall. And they had a couple of milestones in 1968. Cream had some really good songs then. In fact, can we take a moment and talk about Cream as well? Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. As long as we can play a bit of one of the best songs of that year. Well, there, there were two. And one of them, I happen to love all the rock rifts and the kind of every once in a while little high-pitched falsetto vocals. I'm not a fan of that kind of singing, but they did it well. And that would be the song White Room. White Room. Gosh, I haven't heard that in a while. Yeah, that exactly. Because, I mean, I I always want to admit it, Sunshine of Your Love. That's the other always. one, yes. And I think in honor of a super group like that, uh, just a little. I mean, how can you... When you mention Sunshine of Your Love, you got to play a little. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. We're going to play some of that, too. So yes. let's, here's a little bit of Sunshine of Your Love by Cream. I tell you what, it all popped out, didn't it? And the space thing. Everybody was into the space. Oh, yeah, the space the, race. We were still trying to put a man on the moon. And we had the first man in orbit in 60, 68, yep. yeah? Which is amazing. And 
and everything was about space. Stanley Kubrick's, you know, he did Clockwork Orange, which I loved. I love his work anyway. He was oh, a master. Oh, yes, me, Drudy. But 2001 <laughs> Space Odyssey, yeah? And we come to that age now, I hate to sound up, but we're all there with technology and maybe Hal isn't going to let us into the station. You know when he gets trapped out? <laughs> exactly. And he says, I know what you're going to do, <laughs> you know. And that's that's not the message saying, I know what you I'm not going to let you in if you come in too late. It's like, I'm closing this. So we want to make sure we're still controlling the machines. You don't Especially want to be the ones that, that don't let you in. You know, like the garages. Yeah, yeah they'll the say... Exactly. You know, we'll come and fix it because you're trapped in your garage. You don't want to be trapped out either. And if if there's a little brain that isn't yours saying that, sometimes it switches itself off or it'll switch you off too. When Hal won't open the pod bay doors, that might be identity theft. Does that go on? I think it does. Yes. Uh, yeah. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. Yeah. Open the pod bay doors! Boy, just imagine Jack Nicholson in that role, since that's a Kubrick film, and, and he was in The Shining, which is also a Kubrick film. And I going, loved it. Just open the pod bay doors, Hal. Just open them. Give me the bat. I'm not going to hurt you, Hal. I'm just going to reprogram you with a baseball bat. What do you think? <laughs> I think you're nuts. There's Johnny. Where's the axe, man? Uh, Stephen King and Arthur C. Clarke. That would have been pretty cool. I would so, have yeah. loved to see that writing team up. But on a nicer note, in 1968, there was Romeo and Juliet. Romeo, Romeo. But it was a massive hit, too. I didn't realize that. Well, of course, it's Romeo and Juliet. Well, yes, but I mean, I didn't... This is obviously not the Romeo plus Juliet of the 90s. So I didn't know back then that was a thing, too. It comes What do you mean, goes. plus? Does he get two Juliets? It was a movie, and that was the name. All Romeo right. and then a little plus symbol and then Ju Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, is that the one? He's I, I so never dreamy. He's a good actor, <laughs> but I didn't see the movie. But I'll be, I didn't fancy it to be honest. I thought it'd be too. But it was this, a modern day interpretation. The original like, one yeah. is, uh, and David Gilmore replaced uh, Sid Barrett and Pink Floyd in nineteen sixty eight too. Yeah, that was when he stepped in and. Uh, Quite a bit of history there. Then we have Roger Waters, and then we have Gilmore again, decades later. Yeah, and he made it a hit. You know, I didn't realize, and I love art. You know, that's why we talk about music and art and, you know, all the different topics that we do. But Andy Warhol, I didn't know there was an attempt on his life in 1968. I'm glad that, I mean, obviously, you know, it would be awful, but you wouldn't think of any wacko going after somebody. That like would that. be a very strange thing for me to imagine. I'm thinking if it's 1968 and there was a lot of social tension in America in 1968 for a lot of different reasons, anything from the Vietnam War to civil rights to all sorts of other social issues and the idea of being progressive, etc., you wouldn't think that Andy Warhol would top that hit list. You think it'd be more like, you know, this senator or that president or what have you. Yeah, what went on. So the, a, a nutty thing that went on in, in 68. But a great thing about 68 was the King's Comeback Special. Oh, live yes. Satellite. I think it was like one of the first live satellite shows to, to hit. I would not and be surprised. I tell you he what, I must admit, I love him. He's the best, but he was a bit nervous in a couple of... Which is granted, right? Who the heck wouldn't be? But he, he made it and he did it. 
and it worked out fantastic for him because he had a massive comeback in Vegas and had, uh, just uh, launched his career again. So do you want to have? Do you have an Elvis song for us from 1968? No, but let's play a little snippet of the show. Where you know, because okay. you know it. It wasn't just a great performal. Uh, I, I mean, it, it's just when he talks and it, it comes from the heart, just like his music. So just a little snippet, yeah. I bet I can track some of that down. We'll put it in right here. <laughs> The suit, Jack, when you tell you, I'm telling you. Well, if your baby leaves you, you got a tale to tell. Let us take a walk down on the street to Hardline Motel, where you will think that you'll be so lonely, baby. You'll be so lonely. Yeah, so cartoons and... Well, the, the thing about cartoons is, um, this is, this is actually kind of fun. I think you've noticed there have been some movies about comic book heroes from Marvel, from the Marvel Universe. Yeah. And in the 1960s, Marvel was actually doing animation. And the odd part about it was that there were several cartoons that weren't very well animated. It was more like they'd put a still picture on the screen and the eyes would flick back and forth and the mouth would wobble and it wouldn't look all that great. But for some reason, they pulled out all the stops and decided to actually animate Spider-Man. And the animated Spider-Man of 1967, 8, 9 yeah. was a really big hit. I grew up watching that, and it has the Spider-Man theme song that you actually hear hearken to in the earlier movies that came out with Tobey Maguire. Um, How does it go, yeah. the theme song? Do you know? Can you hum it? <laughs> yeah, that, that's the thing. Well, As it, I grew up, it, all the other kids grew up singing this whole thing, may too. not remember that. Yeah, it was all like, uh, we'll, we'll play an excerpt from it. I think I have it, a recording of it, and it's, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can, spins away that. that's any it. size. Yeah, and that's that what kinda, they use. Yep. I love it. And of course, Batman. Yes. But even the, the real live Batman in 68, Batman mm -hmm. and Robin, which I loved, it was the corniest ever, but that's why you loved it so much. It was fun. It was it kind was of for the, kids. It was a big deal. Yeah. It was the moves. And it was Adam West. Rest in peace. <laughs> he recently passed away, oh. and I have to say, he was like a childhood icon to me, because I grew up watching the live-action Batman, but if you go back and look at American animation, it seems like there was never not an animated Batman, including in 1968, there was an Adam West-themed animated Batman TV show. That's right, but didn't they put animation before the live show at the beginning, the credits? Yes, they did I animate the opening see, credits. that animation for that show was brilliant. But mm -hmm. I loved the cartoon, though, too. But that kind of made it how it was. It reeled kids in, and I was one of them. And I was like, oh, look, it's the animated thing coming on, and now we got some guys acting. But it's never you know, <laughs> If you look at Batman today, which I, I've always loved it, and I still love it, and I go and see every Batman movie. If you look at the latest, and just the technology and the way we do things and see things, and you play a little bit of like they did a movie did they do a batman movie yes, with adam west yes I thought they so. did <laughs> if you could show a little clip of that 
mm -hmm. and the, the other one and the difference and the gear and what you do but you know that's what it makes it makes it great he had you don't want to take that, that away belt. it's like a work of art you don't want to touch it doctor it up or, uh, or anything you know but it's the same with all series like doctor who and all those right it's just uh, yeah but a fun thing a fun fact about the batman series is just like Spider-Man, it had a memorable theme song. The difference is that theme song was more memorable. You're more likely to hear that on the internet. It's become a meme, and that's the ever classic na 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 Batman. <laughs> <laughs>
spinning, spinning slowly, down to die. I'd spend the end with you. And when the world was through, Sally's of Ellison. So, it, but it was a good song, even though sometimes, can you have a song and not sing? <laughs> well, of course. I'm not even referring to Run DMC. I'm just talking about you can have a song and not sing and it still be, you know, there was a little bit of that. Uh, when we did our Valentine's Day episode, here's a song that was actually popular in 1968. It was in our Valentine's Day episode. And it does, the version that I found on YouTube was actually a video that contained a whole bunch of spoken word stuff going into it where he's just kind of going, I like California girls. I've grown <laughs> up in California. It's really great. Like, are you, do you also like the Beach Boys? Because it sounds like it. Love but the yeah, Beach and that Boys. was the song, This Guy's in Love With You. Uh, that's what we did for the Valentine's special. It was like, I love it. This guy's in love with you. California and California girls have always been special to me. I grew up in California and still have my home here. And I guess the feeling any family has when it's together is really the most important part of the beat of America or any other country. It's a personal beat, one you can't tap your foot to, but one which lets you keep perfect time. Somehow, it's just there. So, uh, yeah, MacArthur Park, classical gas. Can I, can I mention something else about MacArthur Park that I think is fun? Weird Al Yankovic did a parody of that song called Jurassic Park. And even funnier, he, he not only did that for, uh, let's see, I think that might have been the album Alapalooza, but as he sang that, of course, Jurassic Park is frightening in the dark. All the dinosaurs are running wild. Someone switched the fence off in the rain. Yeah, it's it's really funny. But the other funny thing about it is you can actually find a recording of him singing that in Japanese as well. No way, he sang it in Japanese. Yes, yes he did. Isn't that like an extremely hard language to learn though? Even I have to been told, yes, everything? I am... I know Japanese, I know how to count in 10 to Japanese very angrily, 
And I know when I better do a roundhouse kick or I'm going to get whacked by a sensei. So. <laughs> Whatever you Perfect said, roundhouse or it else sounds whack. very painful to me, and I wouldn't want that to happen to us. So yeah, t- right. 27 years uh, training in Shotokan, and um, my Japanese skills are minimal. <laughs> Survival skills. <laughs> they just used to throw pipe pots at you in the pub. That's how they fight. <laughs> and other stuff, but we won't get into that. Hey kids, time to go for now. We are all about the listeners and what you want. And we know what you want. British music. Because we are the best. Don't listen to that mad mank. We invented rock. We make it all better. Please join us next time for more exciting music, trivia and fun. On The The Limey and and the Yank. Yank.